moments will be lost in time. Like tears. I literally was just about to start the show. Yeah. But. So, Michael, you surprised oh, me today. I'm sorry. You weren't supposed to walk into the room <laughs> at that point just... in time. I apologize. No, this, this was just a supremely enjoyable, feel-good movie that didn't change my opinion on Christmas one it's bit. It's a lovely little picture, isn't it? <laughs> Why did you think it would have changed your... Was that the goal? Uh, just every other movie has, you've chosen has, has altered your outlook <laughs> on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've all you've expanded my mind. Okay. You've given you've given me greater outlook today. I was just able to enjoy Christmas, enjoy the hell out of Gina Davis, and enjoy the hell out of my favorite country in the whole world. My own. I kind of don't like that you like the movie so much. <laughs> You're like, this was like a warm glass of milk before I bed. Didn't, no, Thank Michael, you very I didn't much. like it. I loved it. I loved the long kiss. No, goodnight. Michael, let me pick your movie and then don't tell <laughs> yeah, me that apparently. I it. Uh, <laughs> it, well, it, good, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I, just, I, I mean, I, I guess it, it shouldn't have been that much of a surprise, but I, just, I completely loved the long kiss goodnight that michael gave me all right <laughs> well <laughs> episode over goodbye <laughs> if we're gonna be working blue then uh yeah that the movie was the long kiss goodnight a film from 1996 directed by rennie harlan and written by shane black which is why I chose it as a Christmas film. Since all of his movies are Christmas films? Uh, yeah. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not... Not the last action hero. Wait, is it? Maybe it is. You know what? All of his movies are Christmas movies. <laughs> um, so the general story is that Gina Davis wakes up with amnesia and she is mm -hmm. pregnant uh she has her child becomes a school teacher right and uh you know lives a happy life dating her boyfriend she's in the parade as christmas town christmas queen or something <laughs> right I, th I think she was mrs claus she's town christmas as queen now <laughs> yeah as per the young man who shouted out Mrs. Claus is hot. Oh, okay. Well, I call Mrs. Claus town Christmas queen. <laughs> Slay queen. Get it? Because uh, it's like the kids say, but it's also like Santa rides on. <clears throat> so, uh, and then somebody sees her on the news and is like, 
hey, that's that lady I tried to kill eight years ago. And her dormant memories start coming back again. And it turns out she is a crazy super assassin. Also, yeah. Samuel Jackson is there. <laughs> and he <laughs> is amazing. He is a uh, detective she hired to look into her background. And yeah. it's it's upsetting to me that this movie didn't do that well because there should have been uh, maybe six or seven movies about Samuel Jackson's character in this. His, his character was in such a gray area in the way he was introduced that I just completely loved it. Like, I wasn't really sure whether he was like a private eye or just a con mm. man. And it ends up being that he's kind of a combination of both. Both, for sure. He's a lovable rascal. Yes. <laughs> Who loves his his easy listening classic rock. Yeah. Well. I don't know. What was he what was he singing along with in the car? Was it like Genesis or something like that? Oh yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah. But I mean I'm not talking about his yeah, blues. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, yeah. The, the majority of my notes for this movie is just Sam L. loves his, followed by a noun. Because he, he loves things. Yes. He's just, he's a happy guy. Um, okay, so Billy, you really enjoyed it. Had you, uh, you'd never seen yeah. it before, right? Like, I might need to just calm down <laughs> in how much I enjoyed it. You hadn't seen it, though, right? Prior to this? Yeah. Oh, me? <laughs> No, I hadn't okay. ever even right, heard right. of it. Uh, Incha, had you? I have, yeah. And I used to have to watch it for <laughs> holidays, which is weird, because I don't remember <laughs> it. And now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I really don't remember this. Anyway, keep going. Now, you you say have you, to. You had to watch it for holidays? I have to let's watch it for that. holidays. <laughs> Why? Who was it that made you? My uncle. He was like, sit down, I have a movie for you. <laughs> and then he would make me watch it. And then I, it, I don't, I don't remember any of it. So like watching it now, I'm like, this wasn't, why the fuck did my uncle make me watch this? But I watched a lot of weird <laughs> shit when I was growing up, so I don't really care. <laughs> Man, that's not what my uncle made me do on the holidays that I tried not <laughs> to remember. Um, But having rewatched it. Uh, did you like it? I don't know. You're not sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I liked it or I hated it. I like. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I. I enjoy it. I just. I didn't care about any of these people. Right. Whatsoever, and I feel like that made me. That made me feel really weird because I'm just like, I really don't care if Sam dies. I don't care if Charlie dies. I don't like the only person I kind of cared about was Hal. The boyfriend. Yeah, because poor him. Why the fuck did he have to be in this situation? That's a good point. And I will also point out the two characters you mentioned that you didn't care whether they died or not were the same. Were the same person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I I assumed when you said Sam, you meant Samuel L. Jackson. Oh no, I cared if he Yeah, I was going to say you I <laughs> okay, I was so, going to throw a fit. <laughs> so you did mean the same person. Okay. I was going to throw a fit if she said I didn't care if Sam Jackson died. See like if True. you killed Sam, then I'd be like, "Oh wait, Charlie's still there." And then if you killed Charlie, I'd just be like, "I just I don't care about you." Right. But then as a human end... being who shares the same body. 
it was kind of weird how like the, they set up this conflict between Sam and Charlie, and then that that didn't really go anywhere necessarily. Well, I think they teamed up for a greater evil. Yeah, but I think that's where it went. I think you basically <laughs> explained where it went. Um, maybe there wasn't a big like moment where it clicked or whatever, but uh, she gets sort of scolded by Samuel Jackson once she becomes uh, Charlie, her assassin, her mm-hmm. original personality, very cold-hearted, uh, hard-drinking, hard-sexing, hard-killing kind of dame. Um, <laughs> she's like, fuck Sam, the school teacher. She's a, a weak-ass piece of shit. And, uh, um, and then Sam Jackson is like, well, no, there's, I met her and I liked her, so you're talking shit about my friend. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe I am talking shit about his friend. Um, but then once she, you know, has to rescue her daughter and stuff, she sort of finds a nice combination of both. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I agree maybe there isn't a moment where it, like, clicks in the film where it sinks in that Charlie is making a choice to be more like Sam. Yeah. And, like, I I don't know what I wanted from that if what I wanted was just a scene where, like, Charlie reached out from the mirror and he and she and Sam just, like, shook hands and then, like, did a bro fist or something like that. But (laughs) Yeah, they did, like, the predator handshake. (laughs) But it's just Gina Davis twice. That's what I'm trying to describe. It's just Gina Davis twice. Mm. Okay, well... So you have, you're conflicted about it, Insha, about whether... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, like, I I honestly just, like, I thought the last parts, obviously, like, were really cool. I'm like, oh, cool, things blowing up. But, like, I'm just, like, I don't, like, I just didn't care as as much as I love Gina Davis in this movie, because I do love, like, the badass Gina Davis. Yeah. And I do love, like, the school teacher. I love any Gina Davis. Yeah, like, like, I just... Like, I like, she's so good, but I didn't care about her or anybody in this movie. I didn't even care about the little girl. I just was like, I just don't care. Like, but when things blew up and the people got shot and all that other stuff, I'm just like, yes, you, you keep doing that. That's fun. I like that. But it's just the story, like story-wise, I'm like, I get it. I just, I feel like I wanted more of it because some stuff was kind of just like weird and kooky and out of place like right why did you why why did the deer thing have to happen well it is weird because when i when i was watching it this time um uh, i seemed i remembered that she got her personality or her memories unlocked during the deer scene but really that just kind of jostles some memories loose um but uh, but I was surprised watching it this time how sort of far into the movie it is until Charlie comes out. Um, yeah, it's 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 in the uh, the water. Yeah, wheel which scene, is an right? amazing yeah. scene. Yeah, oh, it's it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's so well shot. Was it? Did you say? Was this you, Billy, who said that your entire? No, that was a different thing you said. But you said your entire aesthetic is. <laughs> oh yeah, I I said I, I wrote it down too. I said Gina Davis firing a gun while hanging on a cable with a burning man's corpse on the other end of it in front of a "Welcome to Canada" sign is my aesthetic. Yeah. Well, I would posit that wow. my aesthetic is <laughs> Gina Davis being pulled out of the water on a 
torturous water wheel and blowing David Morris away with a gun she found in Brian Cox's pants. Those are my... <laughs> um, but, yeah, what is your aesthetic related to this film? <laughs> that dog licking its asshole, probably, right? <laughs> that was... <laughs> That fat boy pissing himself. <laughs> oh man, that was a good scene. I like that. That, scene. Was, a damn good <laughs> scene. that was a good scene. <laughs> like it, it, and it was one of those moments that the movie does well. Just like little callback moments, like the chefs do that. Oh yeah, that's funny. And then yeah. she punches him. I wanted more of Brian Cox's character too. Yeah, I thought that. I thought he was so cool. I was like, oh yes, he's gonna be a part of this movie. Yes, and then I'm just like, oh wait, no, he's dead now. I kind of like how he just, like, yeah. gets taken he out, He goes though. out a lot quicker than I remembered, too. Um, <laughs> but I think he made he makes such a strong impression in his few little scenes that I, I do remember... Um, he feels like such a bigger part to the film than he actually is when I, when yeah. I remember the movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, he's Brian Cox, too, so that helps. And also, it kind of tells more... He, like, tells more about, like charlie and then i was like i was getting super invested in charlie when he started telling the story of charlie like oh yeah i used to train you and stuff like that and i was just right. like oh tell me more and then all of a sudden it's just like like i'm underwater now and i'm dead and <laughs> now charlie's reaching in my pants for a gun like it's just kind of like okay <laughs> wait but i but i miss him yeah can we take out the the little girl and put more of him <laughs> yeah that is a good point yeah like like the uh the villain puts her and brian cox in a in a freezer together and he takes brian she takes brian cox's little doll away yeah i'm i'm, and then... I'm fine with that that's a good <laughs> she, scene she takes <laughs> she takes brian cox's pomeranian away that's constantly like <laughs> his asshole. um it it yeah, but I do think maybe if it were like badass Gina Davis plus Samuel L. Jackson plus Brian Cox for the entire rest of the movie, there'd be absolutely no tension because, of course, they would get it done, whatever they had to get done. So you had True. to take out one of those elements. Just imagine the three of those, oh, the three of them just walking slow mo down a hallway. Like that just works, right? That's my aesthetic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Inch's aesthetic is jumping out of a window and firing a gun into the ice below so that she lands in the water. <laughs> <laughs> accurate um so and i i do i also agree that um the action's great like char some character be I, I agree that it's fantastic and just, like you said no um, <laughs> uh, i agree that they're like great moments blah 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 but it is very much like a bare bones type of story that is simply a delivery mechanism for cool moments if that makes yeah. sense, um, yeah, I, I can. Uh, yeah, I can. I can go with that too. Um, but I do think that, like, that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? It's like it's of mm. of like like the mo the moments are good enough to justify yeah, that that um that we don't like the boyfriend sort of just disappears for a while and we don't really ever get to know him other than uh how f he seems yeah nice. he seems nice like he's very supportive when she when she thinks she was a chef and in another life and she's chopping carrots and shit like crazy yeah. but uh he's even pretty supportive when he sees her break a man's neck yeah kind of yeah remember when she just tossed her kid out the side of the house when there's a huge hole <laughs> yes. that? That was awesome. um but of like of like shane black's films it's definitely not my favorite but 
I still think it's it's pretty far up there. Um, it's also just really hard trying to find a good Christmas movie that one of the three of us hasn't seen. <laughs> so I was sort of <laughs> yeah. I was sort of grasping out options here. Like I wanted I wanted to do Batman Returns just because I could talk about that bad boy forever. But obviously we've <laughs> all seen it. But this is a, a perfectly, perfectly great um, second option. Yeah, and I and it, I think it goes with the mission statement of the show of like I hadn't seen it before, and now it 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 might be up there. Like that end sequence is one of my favorite action end sequences. It's it's right up there with Connor. It's a fantastic action beat when she uh, slides up and grabs the gun off the burning guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's an yeah. amazing thing. But I will, I want to take notice of you saying that this has a mission statement, which <laughs> if if we have a mission statement, we're very much, we're we're closer, we're, we're not the right stuff, we're more like space chimps, if there's some sort of mission statement. <laughs> have both of you seen space chimps? I think I have seen space chimps. <laughs> All right, it may not qualify for a future episode, yeah. but it will forever live in our hearts. Incha, if you have, haven't have seen Space Chimps, just lie and say you have, because I don't want to watch Space Chimps. <laughs> Billy's going to make us watch it's, Space it's like Chimps. How we, it's like how we should have lied and said, like, oh, yeah, we've seen Mr. Boogity. But we yeah, didn't. exactly. I should have, Mr. Boogity, almost right. every weekend I pop that in. <laughs> God, Mr. Boogity. Um, uh, it's really sad that this movie, um, along with Cutthroat Island and General Sexism, ended Gina Davis's career for a while, which is a big yeah. bummer. I I was so mournful, like just thinking about that while I watched this movie because like I I just I need more Gina Davis in my life, either either nice school teacher gina davis that we see here and we see in beetlejuice or action movie gina davis that we see here and uh in mad max fury road you're thinking of tom hardy again is what you i am i am but um uh you need to watch the exorcist season one of the exorcist on fox is god it's so good it's a great (laughs) apparently apparently she you know in the words of brendan frazier she's back you i don't know who you're thinking of are you excited for logan marshall green to be venom (laughs) billy is is he venom (laughs) no tom hardy is gonna be venom tom hardy I guess that'd be cool, man. Uh, you know how much how much work is Logan Marshall Green getting? And now he's getting and now, he's right getting a lot of work. about him. Yeah, he's he's, cut, he's, he's getting up there. I'd like to think we gave him a boost. No, yeah, he got the the, the <laughs> film runners bump afterwards. Um, oh, he's gonna be in Spider Man. Wait, he was in Spider Man. He was Homecoming. in Spider Man Homecoming. Oh wow. He's yeah. Um, but I li- I like the idea of Billy like reading the cast list for the new Venom and he reads Tom Hardy. He's like, "Oh, I like Logan Marshall Green." Then he reads Michelle Williams. He's like, "Oh, good. I was wondering what that Destiny's Child was up to." And then he reads Woody Harrelson and he's like, "Interesting. An entirely CGI cowboy is going to be in Venom." Oh, there's a snake. In my <laughs> 
What if that sounded like Goofy? <laughs> You're getting Goofy and Woody mixed. They're all up. Owned. Everything's owned by Disney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yep. It's just yeah. gonna be one giant monolith of culture. You know, culture like Goofy. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of culture, I'm going to talk a little bit about Toronto culture. Okay. Because my favorite shot of this movie, hands down, no matter what happens, is just when Gina Davis is walking past Honest Ed's. Oh, R.I.P. in peace, Honest Ed's. I know. Because uh, that's like a Toronto landmark, and it's just casually in there. Like, oh, I wonder where this movie was filmed. It is funny when you watch uh, movies and TV shows that are shot in Toronto that have, like, establishing shots of, like, the Manhattan skyline. And then they're walking down the street and there's, like, a Scotiabank right behind them. Yeah. <laughs> you're just walking out of a pizza pizza. Yeah. It's funny that, like, I like that because I'm like, oh, I know exactly what side of the street that she's on and where she's headed. Did you go there afterwards and take a picture of the street? I did. I dressed up as Gina Davis as Charlie, and I took a picture of myself there. As her when? When she was taking a shower? Yeah, when yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Sometimes I just stand naked in the mirror and try and guess my age. Oh, that's a line from the movie. I was very confused for a second, because <laughs> I thought you were being serious, and I don't know why I thought that, <laughs> but I was like, that's very interesting, Billy. That's just me. Yeah, that's what I what confess you to you right now. Why would you do that? Are you counting the rings? Why are you? <laughs> I just uh, glanced at my notes for the first time. And my first note is, so when she's um, the town snow queen or whatever, um, and she's on the news, and then this one-eyed henchman dude who's in prison sees her and gets very upset, uh, the newscast, the anchor on it is extremely creepy. Like, the, the copy that he's reading is very um um suggestive because he's he's oh, like yeah where he's just like kind of hitting on her a yeah he bit? literally says looks like santa got what he really wanted this year and he's like he's saying santa wanted to fuck that lady yeah it seemed very inappropriate for a local news broadcast <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think it would pass well i mean apparently like the nativity they saw was very raunchy as well what are you with the teenage girls as the wise men was that another what are you talking about it was in the movie that it the uh gina davis and her husband were like talking oh, about it as they were coming right. back being like it was the first nativity scene where joseph stares at the wise man's tits that's funny now i remember guys i didn't watch this yeah. movie <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> think you'd question me this hard about it but no i totally forgot that that's funny. i liked that dear I don't, I don't know if you guys did, but I liked that animatronic deer that Gina Davis hit. I felt bad for it. I didn't feel bad for that drunk guy who who was trying to hit on her while she was driving. Who, who was he? Was that like an uncle or something of her husband? Because he doesn't seem very mournful of the man who's died. Uh, I don't know. Also, did he die? I don't know if he died, Billy. The car exploded in Joe. No, it no, was just he, on fire. She, it didn't explode, okay? Yeah. I think it might have exploded. I don't think he died. Oh, R.I.P. old man. I don't know, guys. He's 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 up there sticking his <laughs> finger in his other fingers in heaven. I thought that was going to go way somewhere else. Wow. 
that is a funny i was trying to remember the line she says and that is a funny line when he's like so you guys uh, and she's like stick one finger in her, the other person's finger then yeah all the time but yeah he's probably dead <laughs> the actor at oh, least yeah. now right like when was this 96 whenever i see an old person in any movie that has come out any movie that i can actually watch i assume they're dead just mm-hmm. like pets was it earl yeah earl's dead mm-hmm. what <laughs> he really is dead He's actually dead. I pretty if if it's Alan North and if it, the guy's name was Earl, he's he's totally dead. Alan North is that the guy from Police Squad? Can you click on his name and see if he was in Police Squad? Yeah. What else was he in? Uh, he was in Highlander, Act of Vengeance, Lean on Me, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Pin and Taylor Get Killed, Glory, Crazy People, Twenty Bucks, The Jerky Boys, The Long Kiss Good. He ended his career in nineteen ninety nine. Oh, shit, he ended in that explosion. Well, no, that was three years after the explosion. Damn, Billy. <laughs> oh. He died in 2000. But was he in I... Police Squad? No? Um, Am I thinking of No, else? he was not. Okay. My bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, it was definitely not her. Who the hell was this in the movie? Who was Trin in the movie? Trin. Oh, uh, Maria Canacarides or whatever. She was Sam Jackson's like assistant. Oh, I like. Oh yeah. Oh, I liked her. Yeah, she was really cool. Uh, see, I wanted an entire movie that was just um. Guys, Alan North was in Police Squad. That's a very <laughs> shoddy looking up. Incha, did you just look at the partial <laughs> filmography on Wikipedia? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I'm too lazy to go anywhere I get else. It. <laughs> um, she. Oh, her... actually, it says on here, police squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, her, her, and uh, her and Samuel Jackson makes me want an entire series of like prequels of just them pulling like detective scams and stuff, like with yeah. with those two characters at least. It was so charming the way he did it, like hiring homeless guys to be the cops. Like it was—it's so bumbling in its way. Right? But he's, you know, he's giving back to the community. You know what I? Speaking of, you know what I found out? Apparently, John Carpenter, when they were filming *They Live*, um, for the homeless people in the movie, he actually just hired the homeless people where they were filming to, you know, give them food and money for a couple of weeks while they needed to shoot. Mm. Yeah. Sweet. I hope it was like guild amount of money. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they got SAG minimum or something. I have no idea what <laughs> they would. They probably got. I don't know. That'd be this be better than a couple of bucks. Yeah. Well, I doubt he didn't like throw some quarters at them at the end of the day. Billy. <laughs> Take this sweet story and turn it to ash in my mouth. Um. Yeah, so when I uh, I have there are like several characters who are in films that I'm like shocked that they aren't in series of movies, like um, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and the Nice Guys. How <laughs> there aren't sequels to that. So Shane Black is really good at making very like evocative characters that you just want to see more of. Um, yeah, but I would put Mitch and Trin. Is Trin her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would put them alongside, like, have you seen Devil in a Blue Dress? Ooh, 
with no. Denzel, where it's based on a series of books. Uh, he's Easy Rollins. Is that his name? I think so. But they're like, it's like a, a 40s or 50s detective type books, Billy. And uh, okay. Denzel plays the main character and he's amazing. And he they only made that movie as far as I know. Um, and I wanted to see like a million when I saw that one. Right. <laughs> and have you seen Prisoners? No, I don't think With so. It rings Hugh a bell. Jackman. But... Um, anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> plays a detective in that name, Detective Loki. <laughs> and he's got like <laughs> tattoos and he's very twitchy. And he's such a good character that I'm like, how are there not a million Detective Loki movies after this? <laughs> like he's your Columbo. No, Columbo <laughs> is my Columbo, you piece of shit. <laughs> I know Columbo is your Columbo. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's who Sam Jackson is in that pantheon of like movie characters that it's a I, shame I, there aren't I absolutely agree with how much you you love Samuel L. Jackson in this movie because he's so charming like I think just my favorite scene with him is when he's like explaining that toy to his son because you know that's just Samuel L. Jackson nerding out on his own about this toy yeah Rennie Harlan was just like that's, like, that's so oh, just, just explain him. the toy to the little boy and he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if Rennie Harlan has a thick accent. What was, what was that? Was Werner Herzog directing the long kiss goodbye? Rennie Harlan has an accent, guys. I think. I have no idea. I think he's, like, Dutch. And then Gina Davis will go blonde, and she will walk by honest days. Well, that's super French. Yeah, that's French. <laughs> yeah. You sound like you're lamenting in a cafe. Yeah. She's like, have a cigarette hanging I, I, out your I mouth. did hold up my drink also and kind of swirled it, so I don't know what that did was Did you about. disgustingly <laughs> blow a puff of smoke at somebody and go, puh? Yeah, and I'm not even smoking. Like, it's just it just came out. Oh, that's because the heat turned off in your apartment. That's just your <laughs> breath. Ooh, predators. Uh, so anyone else have any other notes? Mm. Oh, ooh, I do. <laughs> That was actually cute. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So, uh, isn't it insane that, I don't know if you looked at it, it was just on, like, the Wikipedia page, and I had no idea, that uh, originally Sam Jackson, like, when he gets all shot up, when he makes that hero run for the truck, uh, and he gets all yeah. shot up, that he died originally, and the audience was, the test audience was like, you I can't that. do that. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> And but it's it seems like so perfectly built for it to be a fake out original. Like I can't imagine how sad oh, the yeah. ending would have been if he wasn't alive. Well, it's such a punch the air moment when you get that just final banana, and he shoots his right? head up. Like it's it's like everything was made for that moment. Yeah, it seems weird yeah. to me that they even thought of like killing him. But I mean, not that I, I mean, Sam Jackson dies in a lot of movies, so it wouldn't be unprecedented. <laughs> but specifically in this movie, it's it's crazy that they considered killing him. What's your favorite Sam Jackson death movie? Um, I mean, I, I feel like Jurassic Park is classic just for that arm. Yeah, the arm is a good one. I will go with another Rennie Harlan film, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, that was going to be my favorite. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Snuck in there right on it. Yeah. Those are really the only two real options. <laughs>
<laughs> I also like when he gets killed in Star Wars. Yeah, I was but... just going to say, unless you want to go with him getting, like, fried, like, no! Getting, like, totally betrayed. And... Does it count in Kill Bill? Because he's the piano player at the wedding, but you don't really see him. I'd, I'd like to think that he survived that. Yeah, I like to think he survived it, too. Right. <laughs> I like to think it's um, Jules from Pulp Fiction, and he just wanders around and he's in the background of all the other tarantino <laughs> just movies. walking the earth yeah and in this he just needed a few bucks so he played piano at a wedding chapel that got <laughs> shot up and he's like fuck that and he moved on somewhere else <laughs> oh another really good well it's not it's not actually quite good but in kong skull island i like that death too yeah yeah because he just sure. stares down kong and then kong's just like smash yep yeah i love kong skull island even though I didn't really say the entire title. I said Kong Skull Island. <laughs> it's like the lazy people who made the Gilligan's Island theme song. Um and the rest. Right? You could ju- it's just two other people. It's it was contracts. It was contracts. It's really dumb. Yeah. Um you know what's a really sad death in Kong Skull Island Isle is uh the guy who like is trying to make a hero stand to like blow up the skull crawler or is that oh, what it's called and then and heartbreaking. It, yeah it's like really dramatic music and then he just gets like thrown aside and he blows up on the side of a cliff <laughs> you should watch <laughs> like this is the thing and this is no offense to billy okay but i feel like if we were all in that scenario i feel like that character would be billy because he'd be like i oh. want to protect my friends and then all of a sudden it's just whiplash with a tail yeah he gets thrown to a mountain you would try to make a noble sacrifice and afterwards we would like lie about what happened but you would absolutely be like don't worry guys go on without me i'll hold him off and you'd like you'd trip and like (laughs) impale yourself and we'd be like later we'd be like he was a hero he was a he saved my life but he didn't do much really i'm gonna write memoirs about billy and leave out the everything that happened yeah just write a different story (laughs) (laughs) an entirely just different life ending it's just we're i'm sorry billy it's my legacy we'll say that you actually blew up something (laughs) he he, you know what (laughs) he got a hand it to him he blew up something I have two notes here that I'm, I'm just going over my notes. There are different parts of the movie, but I think it explains partially why I like this so much. The first note is just nobody smiles like Gina Davis. And the second note is nobody screams like Samuel L. Jackson. You know what? Sam Jackson is a very underrated screamer. It's hilarious when he's in distress. I remember when I wrote that, it was when he's in that chair being, like, blown up out of that window. Just that, oh! Which, he straight up would have died. (laughs) Like, he would have died. Mm -hmm. He was, like, three or four stories up, and he got blown out the window and landed in a tree and then fell or something? Like... I like to think that in the original scripts, he kept dying in different parts of the movie, but the test audiences were like, no, 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 no. But the screenwriter was like, well, I'm fucking killing him, so I'm doing this here, too. Yeah, they... So it just gets more and more unlikely as the movie they goes They reshot on. the movie, like, five, six different times <laughs> just to fit his, yeah. him being back in. Like, he keeps popping up at the next scene. <laughs> he just keeps showing up on set the next day, and they work him into the scenes. 
And then Shane Black was just so upset. He was like, fine, then I'm killing Brian Cox instead. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sounded like Shane, Brian Cox um, went down on Shane Black. Yes, right? <laughs> he wanted to keep his role. No. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's it's fine. It's, it's not a Weinstein movie. We're not Billy in this social climate. <laughs> hey, which is the worst? way to discuss your sexual assault is it one the kevin spacey way by trying to deflect by coming out or is it two the mario batali way by ending with p.s here's a cinnamon roll recipe (laughs) which one is worse you know you know what this the spacey one is worse because i think it threw the gay community under the bus whereas the cinnamon roll community was still pretty safe (laughs) the cinnamon roll community i i agree because the coming out one is more nefarious so it's also slightly more impressive but it's definitely worse yeah good call good call and the cinnamon roll community are they safe are they safe philly (laughs) are they really safe (laughs) no Because I honestly haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, I think they're laying low. I wonder what Cinnamon Roll Twitter is like. (laughs) (laughs) Just very sweet and very soft. My face when the Cinnamon Roll is good. And it's just like a lovely face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you really, really loved Gina Davis, huh? I did. I even like, like, I'm going through my notes here. I like the whole sequence where uh, the assassins come into her home and she, like, home alones it for a little while. She throws her kid out of the building. She throws a pie in the face. Neither of those things happen in Home Alone. They're slipping on marbles? Yeah. yeah. Um, pie in the face feels pretty Home Alone. Yeah, but I don't think that happens. You're thinking of paint cans. You always mix up pies and paint. I do. It was a horror show that time you helped me paint the apartment. <laughs> Just rubbing pumpkin pie all over the walls. <laughs> Billy, no. Um, I have two notes about Samuel Jackson's death um, in the movie, not in real life. Um, I like that he yells, that's right, you can't kill me, motherfuckers, because it's as if he's screaming it at the filmmakers. And... <laughs> He almost literally, his character comes back to life and saves the day through the will of the people. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it's like the test audiences demanded that he come back and save the day. And he did. It's it's like interactive oh, will theater. Of the people. Will of the people reminded me how like out of nowhere is the president in this movie? It kind of just cuts to the president and the FBI are like explaining what's going on. The president's like, well, this is your problem. You made this. Well, yeah. I that... didn't know she was that high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That should be on like would... first name basis. With... Yeah, like it, it didn't, it didn't ramp to that. It was just like, and now we cut to the president. I was like, she's an assassin, dude. Like, how does was she like was she in government for the whole time? Like, is that a government thing hmm. or like I don't that that part confused me. Yeah, it I was, was like yeah, like, I did what? think that was sort of a weakness on the film. Is mm-hmm. that like 
we really didn't need to they could have kept it as simple as possible because it's enjoyable yeah. without that but then there's sort of like a big info dump at the end about what the big final plot is yeah and how it was all about like budget cuts and naturally we'll blame it on the muslims yeah and it's kind of oh my god that oh is a god. line from this by the way not just billy being <laughs> racist again no it's like what was did they like predict 9-11 before 9-11 i think they predicted <laughs> no. like, as i'm watching as i'm like listening to that i'm like did no one no, there was um, a. Remember, there was. should have banned this movie. In the 90s. Maybe that's why your uncle wanted you to watch it and should have been like, look, look, it's the truth. Guys. <laughs> that doesn't go well with my name. I don't want that to oh, yeah, happen. Good call. Oh, yeah, you guys don't know my full name. Guys. Don't, don't look me up. Don't. No one. Thank you. Okay. I wasn't gonna. Huh? We're your friends. We would never look yeah. you up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, there was the, there was like a bombing or an attempted bombing at the World Trade Center in the 90s, right? Like a small bomb, like a suitcase bomb or something. This happened, guys. Look it up. <laughs> so that's what they, yeah, they were no referencing one, No one's that. tried to blow up the falls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Our falls are better. It sucks that the U.S. side gets the better view. Yeah. Eh. What? What do you have to say? This is going to be... We're going to get in a fight here. No, I didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I didn't say anything. You said, ah, uh, you did it. Those were noises of judgment on our natural heritage. I like your heritage. Your heritage is better than my heritage. I live in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said... I thought you were saying kingdom. Because <laughs> it sort of cut out <laughs> when you were saying fucking states. United Kingdom. I wish I lived in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Or Canada. Yeah, I was I gonna live say in Canada. Just live anywhere else except where you do live, probably. <laughs> so why are we talking about this movie with Christmas? Oh, right, because it's a Christmas movie. It's a Shane Black film. It's Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, it takes place leading up to and <coughs> ending on Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah, there are there are two Santa Claus parades in the film. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. One a nice small town daytime parade, and the other like a big city night parade. I like a good uh, parade in a thriller type movie. Um, just yeah. last night, I, I was watching the movie "The Next Three Days" on TV. That one where Russell Crowe breaks his wife at a prison. Um, no, hello, hello. <laughs> No, I don't think that happened. I don't think I don't think you watched it's, that. It's uh, it's whatever. But uh, Liam Neeson has a cameo as a dude who's broken out of prison before, and he's doing his like tough guy New York accent <laughs> in it. Oh, I was gonna say, is he being American? Because yeah. that is gold when he's American. Yeah, but it's like accented American. It's not just he's doing like a bland American. He's doing like, yeah. uh, like accent, like heavily like New Yorky accenty kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's very funny. <laughs> But uh, it, but anyway, there's so when he's breaking Elizabeth Banks out of prison, they blend into a uh, not a, it's not a parade actually. Sorry, it's a group of people walking to a uh, <laughs> to <laughs> to a sports stadium. I guess that's the same. No, it is similar because they're all wearing the same color and they're walking to a sports stadium. Uh, but it also it reminds me of uh, the Fugitive when he blends into the St. Patrick's Day parade, and I love that scene. Anyway, I like a good parade in a movie. 
Incha, what's your favorite movie parade? I don't I don't pay attention to Christmas. It could be or any parades. Oh. I don't to be yeah, I was gonna say it didn't have to be a Christmas parade. It could be a, a Thanksgiving parade or a actually, oh, actually you know, Arbor Day. Oh, My favorite parade is in the Dark Knight. When the Joker kind of like they have that like Veterans Day parade, and then the Joker turns around and he starts shooting people. Oh, wow, the, the, that makes me so weird. But that's <laughs> that's like a funeral procession, isn't that for when the commissioner dies? Or um, not the commissioner, the. Uh... Well, it's a parade to me. I get it, but you know what? Oh, I, my was, th- favorite... I was thinking of the the yes, Batman. That's parade, what I was going like, to say with Jack Nicholson. Money, money, oh. money. Who do you trust? <laughs> Any parade set to Prince with Jack Nicholson throwing fistfuls of money on the crowd is like the best movie parade <laughs> that's the one um yeah you know what not, batman has... bill murray's groundhog day isn't really a parade is it it's just more like a town celebration it's not even close to a parade i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> billy it's just a busy street busy with pedestrians yeah you know what i agree maybe people ushering into a sports stadium isn't a parade but you know what definitely isn't a parade nothing <laughs> that's not a parade really <laughs> But uh, weirdly, your Incha has has caught on this odd little um, undercurrent in the Batman films is that they like a good parade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got you when you live in a town with such colorful characters, it makes sense. Hmm, racist, but um, they uh, <laughs> you could kind of say in <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. The fight at the end with the cops and the other people is sort of like a parade that got out of hand. <laughs> I'm still a <little> racist. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there parades in the Joel Schumacher movies, or is that just a general circus? There are That's a lot a of. Circus. Yeah, I was gonna say there are a lot of like galas and balls. It's in just that. too goddamn mm-hmm. colorful in those movies. Too many balls in that. Film. I was gonna say there are a lot of celebrations, but I mean, it's it, we're focusing on the rich a lot in those movies, right? So yeah. What else they got going on? The poor all dress up in neon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a street race that's kind of like a parade if the floats went really fast. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite parade. It's Fast and the Furious. Furious. (laughs) Yeah, parade franchise. (laughs) Somebody just take Fast and the Furious and CGI in a bunch of marching bands. No, I'm picturing like in Barton Fink when they replaced um, (coughs) what did they replace? Boxing movies with wrestling pictures is what the big thing of the day was in Barton Fink when he's writing movies in the 40s or 50s or whatever. And I'm picturing, like, mm-hmm. you as an old-timey executive, Billy, being like, we need more parade pictures. <laughs> Write us the next parade picture. And it's like a genre of movie, the parade picture. My last note for the long kiss goodnight, I, I no longer understand what it means. The note is just goats. Why did I write just goats? Because they live on a goat farm now. That's yeah. it. That was when she, it. We end on a goat yeah, farm. Yeah, she throws the knife. Okay. Unrelated to everything in the movie, there are goats yeah. now. That's But why. she gets to live happily with her boyfriend and her baby and throwing knives and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not her baby, her like, daughter or whatever. Yeah, she's a, she's a young woman now, Michael. <laughs> Billy, that's <laughs> the creepiest thing, and you'd better cut it. Yeah, I swear to God, you'd better cut it. 
Um, so let's hear edit point and yeah, Billy didn't say anything creepy, so let's continue on. Uh, uh well, let's let's edit this in earlier. Larry King shows up at the he end. He does, and you know what? I want Samuel Jackson's entire outfit in that interview scene. I want that. <laughs> it's amazingly garish. I love it. He like he. I just expect him to be golfing every time I see him. That's in a it. good point. He does look like a golfer, but like a '60s golfer. Yeah. Not a 90s golfer. Not a 90s I think I only have, like, one note that says they picked the wrong Zima sister because of the little girl. What? Who? And she's she's related to Madeline Zima. And I love Madeline Zima. Zima. Who'd that be? Do you guys? Oh, she's. Oh, wait. Yeah, you've seen the um, Twin Peaks, The Return. Uh, She was, like, in the first episode, she gets, like, she dies, but God, hold on. Let me send you a picture of her. Yeah, I was gonna say, lots of people die in it. People die every day. She she was, like, literally in, like, the first episode, and, like, she's bringing him coffee, and, like, they have Who sex, is him? Like, what are point. you talking about? Oh, like, it's just the... like this kid. They never like say the name of the kid. <laughs> you're just using pronouns. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you mean the guy watching the box? Yeah. Okay. And, yes. Like, she she kept like bringing him coffee, and then like they have sex, and then like they get killed by what's inside the box. Yeah, it looks like a giant rotating like tire wheel <laughs> rips their faces <laughs> off. It's a great show, Billy. Um, that was her. That was the little girl. She's the sister. sister. Like, Madeline Zima is the sister of the little girl in that. Oh, cool. In this. I, I liked her in Twin Peaks. Um, I don't... Also, I, I think the wrong Zima sister, is a, it, that'd just be a good title for Sounds something. like an old Russian novel. Yeah. <laughs> None of us know enough about Russian novels to make the next joke. Yeah, I was joke. just going to say, Brothers Karazimov? <laughs> What's the name of that <laughs> Some Dostoevsky. Ivana Karina! Anna Karenina. <laughs> you were saying a Karenina. Harry Potter curse. I was. I was saying <laughs> Anastasia. The book who lived. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, Ian McKellen as Dumbledore. <laughs> Even though you were doing Voldemort, I think. You know who's a great Voldemort is Eddie Izzard in the Lego movie. Oh, yeah. I agree. So, back to the film. Billy, I don't know. It's not your fault. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm at a. I'm at a. Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking if I got any notes here. It was. I. It's interesting that, um, because I I remember seeing the Long Kiss Goodnight when I was a kid. I think it was at a friend's house on like his. He had back in the '90s when like you could have satellite TV and like every father who worked a job with a guy who knew a guy could get like all the movie channels <laughs> like yeah, right? yeah yeah I know, I know what you're talking yeah, about well my friend had that so we watched like a million movies and uh we watched long kiss goodnight and um so that's the first thing i think of when i think of david morse even though he's been in bigger and better stuff like the green mile and stuff like that but I always mm-hmm. think of him as Daedalus in this. It's such a small part where he just tortures <laughs> Gina Davis and then gets shot. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask. What did you guys think of Craig Bierko, the villain? Oh, Wide Eyes. Yeah. 
he's got the crazy eyes. It's you can tell someone's crazy if you can see the whites all the way around their eyes. Yeah. He's he's been I feel like I've definitely seen him in things before. Like I really wanted to place his face. Place it where in a wood chipper? <laughs> no, you've uh, have you seen I think he was in Scary Movie 4. He was the fake Tom Cruise War of the Worlds spoof. I have not seen oh. Scary Movie 4. Um he was in he's Oh wait, is that the Liam Neeson one? I don't think there is a... You're thinking of Leslie Nielsen, you idiot. Yes. <laughs> now I want to know what a Liam Neeson scary movie looks like. <laughs> can't believe you did that. You're insane. Um, no, that's three. Okay. But uh, he's also in that... Un, is it... Oh, what's the... What's It's the new show that's been on for a couple seasons about like the making of a oh, bachelor not, type show then. oh unreal unreal yeah he's in that and he's really good in that like i like him he's a lot. really good in that <laughs> he's he's an asshole he's like a piece of shit man. <laughs> yeah i liked him in this like i liked how unremorsefully evil he was like the guy on the walkie-talkie oh i'm dying continue dying out yeah uh, Shane Black is really good at writing those, obviously, I mean, this isn't news, those, like, quick, those quick little jokes or whatever. One of my favorites is from The Last Boy Scout, when uh, Taylor Negron is waiting in a car outside of, I think, Bruce Willis's house or something, and a police officer is, walks up to the car and he's like, uh, excuse me, sir, is anything wrong? And and he's like, uh, yeah, there are too many bullets in my gun, and he shoots them. <laughs> and it's, like, one of my favorite, like, henchmen getting a punchline type jokes. Anyway, Incha, what did you think of Craig Bierko? I liked him. He's he's one of the only ones I cared about. You cared Which about Which is weird. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Weird. <laughs> because, like Billy said, totally remorseless asshole. And <laughs> because like he was remorseful and i was like like even when he brought like the daughter in and was like yeah let me look into like this little bitch and i was like first of all don't call a little girl a bitch but second first of all, all that is your daughter it is but you don't care it is yeah it is, is funny. It, it is funny <laughs> that he's like but, and but also like nobody has your eyes so <laughs> i don't know what that was going to be <laughs> it, it is funny that he's like super dismissive about the daughter being his and then he but then he brings her in and he looks at it and there's that moment where he's like oh shit this is my daughter but then he's just like okay but that doesn't change dick like fuck you guys still <laughs> like, he, he's still like doesn't care at all now, did which he, is great because I, I feel like i might have missed something at the end did he fall into niagara falls and then just like get up a minute later kind of yeah he didn't yeah he didn't fall down the falls he just fell into the water part okay so okay i took that as like like that water was then going to go down no the falls. he was already at the bottom part okay of the falls like the actual i enjoyed it much more river. when i thought he just went down the full falls and then just got back which up. would have been fantastic but that part is edited very quickly and weirdly like, they could have yeah. taken out the action beat where he gets kicked down there. Like, he could have just have 
No, you need that though. Like, <laughs> like I love all the action beats, so I'm fine even if it's. Confusing. But he could have just been in the helicopter. Like he didn't have to somehow survive and like luckily drop in that little square and fall in the water. <laughs> Would have been better if he like hit the side and then fell into. The yeah, water. if he Titanic'd it all the way down, <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> boom, and then spins down into the water. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed him too and it's again it's the first thing i think of when i think of craig Bierko, which i honestly rarely do even though he's great i don't <laughs> really think of him that much that, that's but fair. he is fantastic and like when uh when i watched unreal or whatever and he popped up i was like oh craig Bierko, i love him and really i only know him from this and scary movie 4 so i love him from this <laughs> there is a good joke where it's scary movie 4 where because he's anna ferris's neighbor in it and she's like she's being haunted by the kid from the purge or something <laughs> not the purge the uh the grudge and uh and she's like oh I, I i think i saw a face last night and he's like oh really and she's like yeah there were eyes and a mouth and he was like yeah that does sound like a face <laughs> And it's like the only. <laughs> I feel. I feel like you've been quoting this because <laughs> it's a, like the a decade the only or so. funny joke in that movie, and I laughed really hard. Any other last notes before we depart? I would say it's really funny that uh, that Shane Black has made a career of making basically the same movie over and over again, but in a very very <laughs> good way. <laughs> like it's a great yeah. movie, and he does it in different styles and fantastic. Where like two oddballs team up and solve a. a old-timey sort of noir crime kind of in a very action movie setting and it's fantastic every time especially because it takes place on christmas it's probably worth a watch right yeah 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 yeah. like yeah yeah yes if someone if someone burst into your house right now and said show me a gina davis movie i would show them the exorcist that's not a movie you get (laughs) shot in the series so you're getting into it you're getting i don't care murdered by home invaders this is to kill me i don't give a i want to show them the exorcist (laughs) You can kill. That's such a weird thing to die for. <laughs> so strange. But fair. That's not but right. That's not right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs>